It yeah. was like a makeshift biodome yeah. for your head. <laughs> back everybody this is the lunchtime in rome podcast this is episode 80 80 a new decade of <laughs> pod. Oh, the 80s oh we're in the 80s oh, we should be wearing fluorescents and whatnot <laughs> and this one's titled that hurt my feelings um first time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app itunes spotify Pocket Cast, etc Please do that and go give us a five-star review. Uh, yes. You, Sorry. That's okay. You can also visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. Um, you can contact us or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where we're live every single week. And I do just want to accentuate Facebook. This is we, we like to say that you have a seat at the table here. This is Lunchtime in Rome. Everybody sits at a table at lunch, and you talk, and you pull up a chair. And so we do encourage you. Facebook really is one of the best ways to do that when we're live. So please, please, please go see us at on Facebook and follow us um, there. Join us live. Uh, you can find all that stuff again at lunchtimeinrome.com. There's also the relational needs questionnaire. That would be the thing that you fill out, and that's going to help you figure out what needs that you have emotionally, what needs that you are strong or weak in, um, if that's a way to say that. Uh, and also by doing that, you figure out how you can start to meet other people's emotional needs and recognize those as well. And so, again, we call this Lunchtime in Rome. Why do we do that, Jay? Well, we do it because it is based off of the biggest problem or the most common problem everyone has, and that is feeling alone. At some point in time in their life, in our life, we go through and we feel alone. And that started all the way back in the beginning of time with Adam, if you're a type of person that likes to read the Bible or believe in it. And the solution lies also in the Bible in Romans twelve fifteen. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Mourn with those who mourn. The key is to join somebody in their emotions, not fix them, not change them, not redirect them, not even, um, you know, uh, give them encouragement, but literally just join them in their emotions. And so that is what this is based on. It is as if we were having lunch in Rome, hence lunchtime in Rome, twelve fifteen. Romans. So for the first part of the podcast, we model that. We catch up on each other's lives as we are good friends. And if we were hanging out in Rome, that's what we would be doing. If you are listening to this, watching it on Facebook, go ahead and give us a comment. Tell us how you're doing. We will rejoice with you and we will mourn with you appropriately. Then we go over a topic of the day. Today we're talking more about uh, hurt feelings and really what does that mean and identifying those hurts. And then in the end, we talk about some current events and how people could do better or uh, some people that just can't do better and maybe some emotional needs that are attached to that. Very often, though, we skip the emotional needs in that part and either just make fun or celebrate people. <laughs> yeah, it started off genuine. We really, good idea. We, we really wanted to take a look at people that were like throwing cans of soup at each other and, and wonder why you would do that. Shoving things down their pants. Yes. And so we have Jay here. Um, <laughs> we've already talked to me. Uh, we also have Chris in the house again. He was not here last week. And we also have... Eric, who is our technology guy. Every time we come in this room, it's a little bit different, and I, I love it. I don't. You don't like it? You just <laughs> want it to be... I just want it to be the same. So yeah. shout out again to Hunter, who's going to be making Hunter. a desk for us in here, which I'm really excited about. Huntsman Projects. And it'll be uh, the same every week. We'll be able to come in, sit down, yeah. and it'll be the same. Let's, and let's I'm, we'll have I'm our really own, excited about that. Let's take bets on that. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> Over, under, on. No, not, I'm, I'm confident. I'm confident because you know why? I'm paying him good money what's the to, thing up, to do it. What's the thing up behind your head? It's, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a white circle. It's a little mic uh, action. Uh, no, it's a, lighting. Uh, it's lighting for when he does gaming. Uh, oh, oh, I see. Yes. There you go. Wow. Look at that. Look That's at that. bothersome to the eye. Right? <laughs> but it gives you good light. It does give you good light. Mm. Great. <laughs> so, Chris, what's going on? Oh, Hi. Um, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, part of the reason I wasn't on last week was just the, it was my first, uh, week back in school, although we have no students yet, but, um, just the, you know, the transition out of summer into teaching 
in this COVID land in which we live. The Ugh. picture you sent was one of the grossest oh things goodness. I've ever seen in my life. Oh my gosh! Yes. I can't Can believe. you describe that? What the, the, fa- the, the face shield and the mask? Uh, and the, you had like <laughs> I forgot about that. Did you stage that, or was that just like it a, was like a makeshift biodome yeah. for your head? <laughs> is what it was. I felt wow. so sad well, for you. <laughs> So, so dome yeah. for your head. Am I wrong? No, you're right. I can't believe you came up with those words. <laughs> the, d- the debate at school, not debate, but just the discussion at school was, okay, so we have to wear masks, but they're also, they were providing plastic face shields, and do we have to wear both? Does, you know, does, does the face shield count without the mask? And anyway, that was just me and, trying and it on. somebody said, you know what? That's a good idea. Let's go face shield and mask. Duct tape. Can't be too secure. <laughs> Double down. And that's what I was trying on in my room. I had my mask on. Okay. I put the face shield over it. Okay. Right. And then proceeded to just completely you... <laughs> fog my glasses. So I'm like, well, <laughs> this will never work <laughs> for me. Right. So right. that that was okay. So that makes me feel a little bit better that that wasn't you walked into a, a thing like that and like that's going to be a reality for the next six six months. No, I do not have to. What I was honestly hoping was that a face shield would be usable uh-huh. from a distance because they you know they do say that it doesn't cover your mouth as well as a mask. But anyway, um, well, neither it's does a it. sneeze guard. It would be covers usable your mouth like duct tape. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, as I want love. my students to be able to like. See my mouth, you know, watch. Yes, it, when I'm, right. If right. I'm singing, or if I'm and, right. and singing yeah. is a whole other issue. <laughs> you trying to kill Gotta everybody? sing quietly. Well, you know? and as a teacher, like your emotion and your and your 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 body language and your facial expression has a lot to do with like right. how you're talking to that student, like yeah. your countenance. Let alone just the physicalness of like trying to project your voice. Right, like that. That's already. I mean, whether right. it's shield or mask, I need you mask, to see that I'm angry right, right now, <laughs> or I need you to see that I'm pleased with how you're doing right, right. now. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot More of that angry, will be. Though. A lot of that will be lost. So I was hoping the face shield would help with that, but being a glasses wearer, I'm not so sure. Mm. It'd be better if we didn't do any of that. <laughs> it, that was last week, Brian. Sorry. <laughs> um, it wasn't even last week either, though. Last week was our emotions about it, not actually about it. So, so I'm being rude. I apologize. But you haven't had your you haven't because you haven't had your first day with kids yet. No, you're still and, in and getting ready mode, right? And I'll, and I'll get more into that later when we talk more emotional need specifics. But right. but it's 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 a lot of um, unknowns and changes happening day by day, and and you know usually obviously when you're a teacher and you want to come in to the school year, uh, you, you want to have <laughs> some solid foundations upon mm-hmm. which to plan the beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. And that has been a, a big issue that, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do this week, Eric? You had, you had some special uh, things happening today, last week or yesterday. Right. Um, so I'm not going to go into any great detail, but Amy and I took a little trip. Good. Um, it's the first night away from Mags. And um, we had a great time, and um, we, to talk about what I ate, which we didn't talk about what you ate this week, Chris. Eh, I forgot. Um, I have a good one, too. I want to come back. Good. No, do do it right now. Oh, I'm sorry, then. Okay, well. Because then I can collect my thoughts. Yeah. Like usual, I I go off script, or off, off, off. um, Don't say off. Off the usual. (laughs) Uh, script. I don't know. I'll use the word script. But anyway, instead of a specific meal, I feel like I yeah. often say that. Instead of a specific meal. You don't follow meal, the recipe. Thank you. Ooh, what a, that's nice turn of a phrase there, Brian. That was nice. Um, so <laughs> this week being I'm sort of. i using my words. As, as, as we're getting back into school um, and setting up our fall schedule, both of our kids for the first time are in high school. My daughter's entering wow. ninth grade this year. And so we decided, hey, we're going to do something with meals this this year, or at least for, for now we're testing it out. We each have a night of the week mm-hmm. that we cook. Oh, cool. Lily cooked us dinner on Sunday okay. evening. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. What did okay. she cook? She cooked okay. uh, a, a meal that I've actually talked about before, tomato basil linguine. It's one of our family favorites. Okay. My cousin named right. tomato basil linguine. <laughs> ben cooked us dinner this evening. Some very delicious cheeseburgers on the grill. Nice. Wow. Never cooked on the grill. He wanted to undertake wow. it, and he did it first, so well. First Using grill, fire. First grilling experience. First grilling experience. That's all awesome. on his own. Absolute 100% on oh, his own. Man. That's cool. Propane? So, uh, gas yeah, grill? Propane, yeah. 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 That's yeah, great. It's, yeah. That's it's, great. It's real. Yeah. 
It is real. It's fire. <laughs> so we're gonna meet with fire. That's great. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that, those are my my um, so who's food up celebrations. Um, well, our our schedule is <laughs> Sunday, Lil. You're like pizza delivery guy. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, Amy. On Tuesday, Ben's Wednesday, and then it becomes leftover slash sandwich end of the week. And that's right, going right. to be a weekly thing. We're gonna try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This week that's was great. Good. I gotta tell you, man. Both kids undertook it so positively. I mean that's so that's that's my food story is that's like cool, just man. the positivity I dig of, it. of that yeah, yeah. I dig really it cool. I like that I, I like yeah. that a lot mm-hmm. you're, um, gonna, you're gonna make Maggie start doing that <laughs> maybe in two weeks not next week but maybe oh, sure. in two weeks. after yeah. birthday yeah after yeah, yeah. Birthday. let's get yeah, the, not burden the kid let's get the second birthday over <laughs> over with and then yeah we'll, we'll we'll make her play with fire yeah, yeah. sure um yeah so Amy's we, we spent our Amy and I spent our first night away from Mags um, which was great. We slept in this morning. But that's a huge deal. It is a huge deal. Bigger for Amy than for you. Yep. Right. <laughs> no, for any wife. Answer. For any, no, any mother, Any mother. Say. Yeah, any mother. Most mothers. Uh, but she was also like, she was so glad to sleep in this morning. Um, and that and that was great. Um, and it was, it was a good step to that next step. You know, the next step. Um, College. <laughs> that's true um the, the next step will be more like her sleeping away at a grandparent's house kind of thing mm, that's right. the best um because she stayed here and we had grandparents stay here um with her um so everything was real familiar and it was basically like i don't care where mom and dad are uh you know it like we it didn't matter right everything was familiar she she was in her glory with you know grandparents and having a good time, um, but the next time I'd like for her to go away, sleep away, um, and have a yeah, uh, yeah. I'd like, I'd like her, her to go, go away. away. You know, like <laughs> your honesty is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I want her to get used to like staying away from our house and and being outside of her comfort zone and you know just a little bit you know out there. Can I interject something? Yeah, this was the year that both of my kids were going to go to summer camp. For yeah. a week, uh, they were both super excited about it at the beginning of the year. So were you. Uh, since since last year, when we found out Abby <laughs> could go as well, they were both going to go for an entire week. Alexis and I were going to go up to Seven Springs for a couple days. Oh, uh, thanks, COVID. Anyways, man, please continue. With that story. stinks. Um, That's horrible. It is horrible. But we had a great time. And uh, <laughs> but wait, but that's, so glad. But wait, that's a very important moment yeah that we can uh, mourn with you and rejoice with me yes (laughs) and it's but wait when when i first when you first came into my world and and you and amy sat down and rachel and i taught you guys all this yeah you would right now feel like the biggest heel in the world that you got to go away and his and he didn't Mm. and you would feel tremendously guilty and you wouldn't say a word right so you've come a long way yeah that's all. Continue. Baby. No, I like that. And um, so today, on our way back, we ate at Rachel's Roadhouse, which is one of my favorite places on earth. Um, and I had what I always get there, which is a it's a, a filet croissant. So you get the filet medallion cut up with some peppers and onions on a croissant. And then their sweet potato fries. Their sweet potato fries mm-hmm. are the best sweet potato fries in this area like in and what makes them i mean because rachel loves sweet potato fries i don't i like my sweet potato hash because maybe you've heard about it yeah but i've never had a sweet potato fry where i went that's a good fry oh dude do you get like like, they're so good like dipping like the they do uh, have like the cinnamon they do have the cinnamon butter but Mm -hmm. like you don't need to do that Mm -hmm. because like at that point like when you have that cinnamon butter, it's like we're on to dessert and like I don't know about you guys, but like if my mouth gets into dessert mode, like right. if my mouth is like, okay, we're yeah. done, we're done with like this savory stuff. Let's move uh-huh. on. But um, no, I either like it just plain or with a little bit of ketchup Why on it. Why is it the best? Is it like just cooked they're a the little best? bit thicker? They're cooked perfectly. Like I don't know what they do. Fried. Yep. Yep. So they got a nice little crisp to them. Oh yeah, they're like they're very crispy, and man, they're just they're so much they're better just, than any other just orange potatoes. <laughs> like you, you go to Mohan's oh, and they're 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 sweet potato fine. fries. Love they're, a sweet potato fries. You know, they're, yeah, they're whatever. They're good. Rachel's Roadhouse, it's like, another another level. I feel like at Mohan's, and this is no, I love Mohan's. We this love Mohan's, but like their sweet potato fries are just like a lump of sweet potato fries. Mm. Whereas like Rachel's Roadhouse, like it's each individual 
they cook them each individually (laughs) (laughs) but like it's like it's not like a lump it's like they're all their own each fry is their own thing they have structural integrity yes for each Mm. individual fry which makes them like they snap it's just it's a good fry yeah Yeah, it's great um but that filet croissant sandwich i got half of it in the in the fridge right now (laughs) i'm just like what hey man <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> no, I'm judging everything about I had you. already eaten some things prior to going to Rachel's Roadhouse while we were at the Grove City Prime Outlets. Um Oh, by the way, line at American Eagle, no line at Levi's. Hey, you know why? Take that. They Local can't, take that. They can't find Levi's. They can't. They can't. Local search. <laughs> um but uh it was a it was a great it was a great time and I can't wait to do it again. So far. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Uh my week has been very busy. It started last Thursday with Joe taking and passing his driver's test. Yes, my man Joe. Very nice. Congratulations. And uh then coming home and being able to drive in his car that was given to him um by a very dear friend who was very gracious and that's just an amazing thing for someone to do. Um, I don't know if that person wants credit, so I won't necessarily blow them up on their spot. Um, it'd be funny right now if either Chris or Eric would say, you're, <laughs> you're welcome, welcome, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's, it's just crazy. Like that is such a, a parent transition moment, you know, where, you know, full disclosure, he didn't pass the first time. It was his fault, but the instructor did not help. Um, and so my heart is just hmm. dying for this kid as we're going out to get his test. And I want him to pass so bad, but I know what's on the other side of him passing. And I'm cool with it. You know, I don't have sure. the biggest yeah. need for security. You know, I mean, I've... It's a little different, though. I mean, with your kid driving, like, I mean, even if you have, like, a like low... I, f- I feel like that's one of those times where it's, like, even if you're low on the security, like, the emotional need of still, security, still, like, you know there is, out like... There. That's a big moment, man. It is a big moment. Yeah. And Jay's, <laughs> Jay's like, nah. I mean, I... <laughs> I'm cool with it, you know, like whatever. Like we've all been there, and and maybe it's different with Joe because he's just so cautious and he's just so careful. Like he's just that kind of person. He is, but I mean, I've been in the car. I've, no one's driven with him more than I have. Rachel yeah. can't do it real well, you know. She yep. doesn't. Yep. There's and always I, the one parent that's better than the other. Right. And, and, at, and, at and the I, we've lessons. been in the one moment where mm. a car pulled out and was supposed to from a stop sign, but then there was a car behind them, and I said, "Joe, now watch out because this guy might." And as I said that, the guy rolled right through the stop sign, mm. and Joe had to jam on the brakes. This is right by Brian's house, where yep. they always do that, Glenfield and Sycamore. It was yep. Brian. All the time. time. <laughs> All the time. And Brian spilled his beer. <laughs> he was so mad. No, but, because, you know, drunk driving. That's funny. Um, <laughs> um, but Joe successfully jammed on his brakes and swerved and avoided the guy. So I've seen him in that moment. Now, he did honk. And then wave to the guy. And I said, what was that all about? And he goes, well, I didn't know if I was the one that did something wrong. Oh, my God. That's so Joe. He had all the bases covered. If you want to know who Joe is, that is Joe. And wave. (laughs) It could be me. It could be you. I think it was you. But it could be me. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. But even like day one, he drove himself to the school to get his senior pictures taken. The school senior. Because, you know, you can't just use your own senior pictures you have to get the school senior pictures oh yeah it was but different if you back want in the day other pictures you have to do that on your own somewhere else so you have to use the school guy correct as well but at least that wait do we have to pay for that i think we did have to is pay it for still that. the dream photography guy no i don't think oh, no praise but god you don't have okay it's just for the yearbook pick i'm pretty sure it's our wedding pictures aren't your book pictures just covered by the school they it could good. be somebody from penhill school district <laughs> comment right now let well, us know <laughs> Let's see. Is Trixie listening? All right. Um, right. So, but also, and two fourth to wit, uh, he went to go get his uh, senior pictures, comes back. I'm at practice. Nope. I was somewhere. Maybe open gym. I don't know where I was. And I said to Rachel, hey, how's it going? And oh, I had a meeting. She said, yeah, well, he and Bella are at Big Lots. Oh. So Rachel let him take Bella Whoa. in the car day one. Rachel did. Rachel step. did. Exactly. Like me. Sure. What? Whatever. That's of course. You were like, I would have been in trouble. Right. <laughs> I would have been like, you can go. Don't tell your mother. I <laughs> bet Bella, as as a you know, like a younger sibling perspective, like I bet Bella was so excited for that too. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the biggest story, but I mean, you know, she was that's more excited about what she that's bought. That's a significant moment. Dude, that's a huge that Rachel moment. Would love yeah, and she's like, hey, if we're going to do this, like, you want to go crazy, right. go nuts. Yeah, head first. Let's yep. go nuts. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Good for um, her. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for, so, Good for Joe. Um, and then this week, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm a coach. What? And, I, and I've just been coaching for, I still haven't figured it out. I think it's 25 years now. And uh, I took Joe's, you know, on the golf team. And so I took his physical to the doctors because they just had a physical. So they just need to fill out the paperwork. Well, I took it last week because, you know, we didn't know even if there was going to be sports Mm -hmm. until last Friday. Right. So I take it and they said, well, he's on vacation. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help me. I'm like, can somebody else fill it out? No, nobody else can fill it out. So Joe had to miss the first day of practice. And they said, well, Tuesday, you can pick it up in the afternoon. Doctor, you know. I'll say it. Dr. Green will be back. Mm-hmm. And we love his pediatrician. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. And uh, so Tuesday I call. Hey, yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's in his folder. You can pick it up tomorrow. I said, no, he's got practice tomorrow. And I was told he can pick it up Tuesday afternoon. Well, no, he'll be filling it out late afternoon, but it's after we leave. So you can pick it up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I, I was told. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. You know, I went back to the office space, you know, took my stapler. Yeah. I, I was told yeah. it would be filled out. Okay, that's the last draw. Okay, that's- <laughs> exactly. So uh, I don't even tell him because I don't want him to fret. Right. And I get on Facebook Messenger and I Facebook message Dr. Green, who, again, we always make a joke that he's on crack because he walks into the room and he's like, hey, how's everybody doing? Here's my guy Joe. Here's my guy Joe. Oh, I love Joe. He's house dad. Dad's good. Dad's good. How's church going, dad? Dad's church going good? Which is great because Dr. Green is Jewish. Yeah. And he asks me all the time how church is going. Wow. And Dr. Mm. Green goes on mission trips to Ghana in Africa. Wow. And I said to him, oh, because you're like a doctor? He goes, no, man, you never go as a doctor. All they want is drugs. I build libraries. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you don't hear a lot of Jewish mission trips. Yeah. No, you don't. You know, and so that's who he is. That's so awesome. I, I sent him this long private Facebook message. I know this is inappropriate. I, you know, I'm supposed to communicate, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, this is my guy, our, your guy, Joe, everything else. If you can just do this, I can just even meet you in the parking lot after you're done. I'm sure that breaks protocol. Five minutes later, I get a reply. Bro, it's done. What wouldn't I do for you? Well, maybe I should have saved that for a can't do better. Much love to you and the family. Wow. Awesome. Wow. But and I kept showing it to all my players. Bro, yeah. it's done. What wouldn't I do for you? Wow. Doesn't he just sound like your typical Jewish person? Yeah. That's... <laughs> And Total. that's just and so that's that that's been my week. So volleyball's good. Uh it's a new season. Uh we got uh uh it's funny. I haven't had a girl miss I've had one girl miss practice because she's moving, but I mean within the district. But it's funny, like the kids are there because they don't have anywhere else to be. So whereas mm-hmm. you would think like it's a challenging time, mm-hmm. eh, they're, they're and they're happy to right, be there. Right, they're excited, yeah. Right. Uh food wise for me. Made some spaghetti squash. It was fine. Steph Strauss uh, yeah. gave me some spaghetti squash. They grew. Like a- she and Aaron grew too much. Um, so they gave me one. What What did you do with it? Like, did you just... I simply, simply baked it like you normally do. Yeah. You know, and then I added... Scrape it. it. Scraped it. Yeah. And then I, I add... I always get... Aldi has chicken, basil, tomato, basil, chicken, sausage. I don't know why. I just always add that whenever I do zucchini noodles. Zoodles, if you will, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then tomato. But then I add some hot peppers from my my little garden. So I added those. Didn't add. That's the key, by the way. Whenever you do a sausage that's store bought, as compared to you know when you're making your own Italian sausage, right. all the time we all do that. Never add any salt. Minus three of them. because the sausage has so, oh, much, so salt much salt. In it. Yes. So the minute you add salt, it's a salt bomb. It's like salted butter. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> the best. By the way, you're a terrible human being, Brian. You <laughs> and your wife. No, I am. Because well, no, this is why, in this example. <laughs> oh, I mean, pick your reasons. I'm just agreeing with you. There's a lot of them. Bella said to me, you know, ever since vacation, I can't get salted butter. Thank you, Bella. She goes, out of my mind, can you buy us some salted butter? Oh, my and I said, gosh, let me be very why? clear here. That's how it happens. No. No. They use it one, they use it one time. She's and got money. You can buy it, birthday money, whatever she Something. gets. Yeah. Some money. She has Girl, enough money to buy salted butter. Get your damn salt. One of those cheapest the cheapest things you can get. She can sell some of her gross pictures and there you buy go. some. Oh, well. <laughs> goodness. I discovered last week that there that, that phobia. Triphobia. Tri- I actually have a mild case of Here, that. Here, let me pull up some pictures. Yeah, let's look at the lotus <laughs> Look at the lotus flower seeds or whatever they are, because that's, <laughs> that's the best. Um, my week consisted... Uh, Do you know what that is? 
No. So there is a it's a there's fear a phobia. of irregular shapes. A, well, a regular, a regular pattern. patterned holes. So you have like a honeycomb, holes. which is like really symmetrical, and, and, and I'm not like. But okay. then there's then there's like <laughs> like what did you see? There. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just trying to get a drop. I'm not. That's what I think of when I see those lotus flower pods. Like, look up lotus flower pods on your phone, and then you'll you'll get. But did it. you see I, Bella's makeup that uh, she had on uh, her the, eye? The bruised. Nope. No. Uh, I'll show you. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Okay, so go ahead, one. Go ahead, Make sure you we... share it wide and far. <laughs> That's... Let me get it up on the TV behind us. Yeah, so that'd be great. So... Please do that. <laughs> so this week, um, I not so much what I've done. Um, it's been kind of just a run of the mill week. Um, I did have a moment yesterday where I was in my office working. God, that's disgusting. <laughs> I was in my office working, and um, I can't even think now. All I'm seeing is like creatures crawling on our this is great for, face. Great for pie. Wait, so well, Jay, yeah. she, Jay just put, she, she did this over. herself? Yeah. yeah. With, with just whole household items, like flour. flour yeah. and this is not like a, a, a kit that's not that a she kit. No, she just does that. No. Dude, She's that girl is talented, talented, right? We're very happy. We've got to share a picture on the show notes. Yeah, sure. We'll Brian, share, we'll we're we're going to put a warning on that because that is disgusting. <laughs> we're going to make you. Brian put a picture because uh, Brian's in charge of the show notes. Uh, Brian puts the show notes together. Did you see that one? Oh. <laughs> Dude, she's gonna. That's fantastic. She's oh gonna be gosh. in the movie credits someday. But she's like, I hope so. She's just not like. She's so it. good at she's it. She's like not even into it though. Right? No, like she, she said, "Yeah, I said I'm glad you're passionate about it." And she goes, "I'm not passionate. It's just what I do." when you tell me to get off my phone. Oh my <laughs> well, gosh. you also told her to get to, to to do something constructive, and she like skinned a cat. Like it was a be productive. Cat. And there's a mechanical cat that we have, and she ripped all the fur off of it. Yeah. Which is it's so. That's funny. also a funny anyway, picture. Brian. Yeah, more about Brian. So this week, um, I, I was in my office. This was yesterday. I was in my office, and um, I'm just hearing these like clunking and like banging and banging and banging. Is it a ghost? It's, it's a thud. No, it's not a ghost. Um, but my like my office is right next to like right on the other side of our pantry. Like we have a very thin closet where we keep like cans of you know um, uh, soup and you know different stuff like that. Like you th- pantry items. Pantry items. So I come out and Abby, my eight-year-old, has taken everything out of the pantry. And like my first reaction is like, "What are you doing?" Like, not, I, I go oh, to honey, anger. What productive are you doing? I go to anger, like instantly. But I was like, "What's going on? What are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm organizing the cupboard." And like she started throw. She's like, "When should I throw things out from? Um, like what, what? Like what's the best sell-by date or whatever?" And I'm like, "Oh my goodness, you, you just go to town and you know throw anything away after like, before like 2018." Um, <laughs> But like the oh, po- you fancy. Oh, but the the point is, like, she organized the entire cupboard. So th- now this would have been Monday. Once she got done with that Monday night, she was like, I'm "Like, what's going on?" She's like, "I don't know what else to organize." So I'm like, "Well, wait, here's so she, wait, so work she papers." T- she took this on herself. This wasn't like all, all this wasn't like Alexa said, "Hey, nope. wow." And I was like, "Why'd you do it?" She's like, "I'm bored." I was like, "Okay." great you can organize the front hallway now and i'll get you a stepladder so i got her the stepladder and she organized the whole hallway um puzzles up on the top shelf and and just took out all of the old uh like winter clothes you know scarves and things that we don't use anymore i'm gonna pay her to come to my house <laughs> like all on her own like she it, it was incredible so i had that moment of i i thought you were gonna say something jay i had that moment of just like overwhelmed like i'm just overwhelmed like that's that's incredible um, but I think overall, like I was thinking about what I was going to bring to this conversation today, I, I feel like this week for me was it, it was like if I could put it into a word, it was bittersweet. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is relationships that are changing a bit. Um, you know, the season. Obviously, I love summer, and you can feel the fall starting to be in the air. Yes, you can. Um, you can smell it today. Yeah, and I have friends that are that are going through different situations where one chapter is closing another chapter is opening mm. and as all of these things come to me like they're like whether i'm looking at somebody else and they're going through that or i'm feeling it myself you know what i mean like like it's something that's affecting me directly even though it's a friend that might be going through something it's still affecting me but you know what i mean like for them it's that's a big life change or something yeah. like that um yeah that was just the word that came to my mind this week it was just it seems like um it was a bittersweet time for some people and, and myself, and, and that's not a bad thing. You know, change, change happens, and, and uh, you know, you, you, you celebrate what's going to happen. Um, I'll, most of these things are good, but it's, it's just there, there's times where you have, like, one specific time capsule, and whether it's a week or a month or, or uh, you know, a summer or whatever it is, and then you, you know that that's changing, 
it's bittersweet. So that's that's kind of you know what I've been kicking around. Um, I really don't have anything with food. I bought this really cool um, tenderloin wrapped in bacon at Aldi, and I've, I've been eating that like all week. <laughs> I really don't have anything with food, but I bought this really cool <laughs> tenderloin wrapped with bacon. Yeah. Yeah, that and, and I've been cool. eating it. And it's, was it, it was, a full tenderloin? Yeah, and I cooked it perfectly, and it was wrapped in bacon and seasoned well. But you have well. little to do with any kind of food this week. I don't really have much to do just with it. Just an entire just, tenderloin just wrapped in bacon. tenderloin and wrapped in bacon. Yeah. Cooked it perfectly, but what nothing. That? Other than that? Other than that, I just want to focus on the bittersweet. That's all. <laughs> so more sweet than, than more bitter. More sweet than bitter. Bitter, bitter than, than sweet. sweet. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. I've been listening to a lot of Big Head Todd and yeah, the Monsters, have. and they have that song, and it's bittersweet. It's a great song. But, like, it's not, like, it's just funny, because, like, I'm not listening to that intentionally, and everything just all kind of came together for a bittersweet thing, yeah. you know? I don't yeah. Know. That's where I'm at. So, I have no idea how to segue into our main topic. Um, Jay is usually good at that. Yeah, he is. I'm just fighting with Facebook Live, that's all. Because it keeps making me be lunchtime in Rome. Uh, yeah, and you want to be Jay. And, and then I'll be. So I restarted my phone, and I, I was Jay. I want to be Jay. Well. And then it was like, nah, you're lunchtime in Rome. Like, yeah. I actually answered a couple comments, but then no. You want them to know it was you? Well, it... It uh, wasn't us. I assure you that. Sure. Um, and you're saying bittersweet. Now, if I may wrap into that just for a minute. Wrap into that? Whatever. Yeah, what is this, after school special? It's bittersweet. <laughs> hey, guys. Let's wrap. Let's wrap. Let's, let's wrap. I'm sitting backwards in my chair informally. <laughs> you should listen to me. As long as you're not those yahoos from Swarthmore High, they're our rivals. Oh, man, so good. Um, Simpsons. Um, so short of bittersweet. Wait, you are bittersweet. Short of melancholy. You're on the yes, happy so side. Not melancholy, no. Because right. that can certainly happen. It definitely does, right. You know, in any transition period. Yep. Let alone from the greatest, oh, the infinite sadness. Wow, what's that from? Wow, no, sorry, I was going with another music theme because oh. we what's that from? Oh, Melancholy and, and the infinite sadness was smashing, smashing pumpkins. pumpkins. Their double album, mm-hmm. one of the best rock and roll albums of all time. Anyway, good. Yeah, point of the story is maybe this. they were sad because they were smashing pumpkins. What did the pumpkins ever do to them? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask them about their emotional needs. Jay. And sometimes you're sad because <laughs> you have had an emotional need taken from you. Or simply not met. And someone, uh, I was talking with somebody today, and they had a friend, more of a more of a long time acquaintance than a friend. They noticed on Facebook that they needed someone to help them move. And they're just saying, could anybody help me move? Could anybody help me move? If anybody could help me move, that would be great. Mm. And rather than reply on Facebook, this person uh, went to the store where they worked and said, hey, listen, I pulled some strings. I got a truck. I can help you move. Ah, wow. Great move. That is a great move. Right. And the person went, oh, yeah, I, I don't need your help. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> and so they so, called. Wait, go ahead. The person initially on Facebook that turned this other person down was like, I need help moving. Would anybody, anybody help me? Anybody. So then somebody volunteers. Not only volunteers, pulls strings. But, but pulls strings. Oh, I don't want your help. I don't want your help. What? And so they're like, what? what? They're like, obviously. And they said, I didn't even reply on Facebook because I didn't want to look like a Facebook hero. Mm. So it's one of those things. And I found this in my own life. Like when you go the extra mile and you're thinking I'm doing the altruistic thing. Mm. And then, not only do you not get the accolades, mm. you get pooped on. Uh-huh. Which I said pooped on in church, and I saw a couple of people's nose wrinkled. Oh, you said it twice. twice. I did. Yeah, you did. Because they wrinkled their nose Look the first time. Look at me paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. But uh, it was funny, because I saw the nose wrinkle. It was then, right. And then you the, doubled down. But then one of the nose wrinklers asked me for a favor later. Hey. So, what's up? All right. I did it. All right. So, All there. Right. what's up now? Point of story is this. Uh, they were... They had initially contacted me, and they were super angry. By the time I replied, they were only angry. And so we were walking through why they were angry. And so for me, it's very easy. I'm like, well, you weren't being appreciated. Yeah. Here you are trying to help. Mm-hmm. And not only did you not get appreciated, but they didn't even want your help. But then she said, yeah, but here's my question. Why didn't she make up an excuse? <laughs> why didn't she say? You yeah. didn't have the respect to make up a lie to make me feel a little bit better. And that's exactly it. <laughs> wow. Eric, you get like bonus points today. My man. Because it took, it that's took, me. She actually I'm a man. Came, she <laughs> came up to me and she goes, why do you think so little of me that you just say no to my face? Wow. Why couldn't you make up a lie? Yeah. Man, that's where we are. 
we can't be open and honest with with and that's where we are. We want people to lie to our our face. I don't. I know you don't. I do not want I, somebody to <laughs> lie to my face. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean like in some cases we would feel better if somebody lied to us, which sure. is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. In that yeah. case especially. Sure. Like on the one hand, you don't want my help. I get it. But can't you at least th- like why do you think so low of me that you go this might hurt her feelings? I don't care. Right, like I'm you just can, gonna throw you could at, yeah. at least say like thank you for going to that trouble, but you You're know so what? Ca- I'm gonna have to check. Uh, somebody else might have got a truck. We, right, we already got we already got something. I'm sorry you went out of your way. Mm-hmm. You know, like, right? Well, I appreciate the thought though. Well, and I think there's a difference though between wanting to be lied to and wanting just not be expecting. Yeah, expecting somebody to just have a little bit of common courtesy, like that person. If when but you're the being so, to lie. well, no, but if <laughs> no, but she could have been turned down a little more. Politely, maybe. Sure. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Not maybe. The, the only way it could have been worse <laughs> is if she would have said, you know, if nobody ever offered to help me move, I still wouldn't take your help. I right. wouldn't move. And like, I hope that you would die. be the only way worse. And I hope you die. Yeah, that'd be bad. Right. Mm. And so that's what I, I, I was. I was revisiting that through right my now. mind. And, and today at volleyball <laughs> practice, you know, we said day one, you need to be here, not at three when volleyball practice starts. Mm-hmm. You need to be here. By probably 245, 250 at the latest, because we want to have the nets up yep. and everything ready to go at three. And as we talked about last week, I have to take everybody's temperature and ask them the, the safety checklist of yeah. questions, yep. um, which, full disclosure, they all know the questions now. So the one question is, have you been around anybody with the coronavirus? And the second one is, do you have a new sudden onset cough? I have to ask those two questions. They're like, hey, coach, no, no. Well, actually, I say, <laughs> I say, have you and do you? And they go, no, no. And then they move on. There you go. But kids are coming late. And we get it. It's mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a parent's fault, whatever yeah. else. But I said to them, you know, today especially. Is it because, like, coming in takes longer because of the whole, like, you have to come in, you have to answer the questions? Why we need to be gracious, you mean? Like, wait, what? No, I mean, like, are they coming later because, like, well, I'm just going to stand in line no, while no they line. go through the whole process. No, they're coming the... later, one, because there was okay. construction on the street. The other, okay. because okay. my dad was late picking me up. Oh, and yeah, we get that. It. Yeah, And there's some kids sure. who aren't going to tell their parents, hey, listen, I was late, and that's your fault. Like, they don't have that kind of relationship. But I said, listen, you have to respect me enough to text me, even mm. if you're going to be two minutes late. You say that to them. I did say that mm-hmm. to them today. So for me, I'm like, why does this bother me so much? Okay, mm-hmm. like, number one, it's a respect. I said, be here on time. And if you're not, text me. And you didn't do either. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, my favorite is when they come in and walk right past me, like, as I take their temperature. And I was like, and it's funny because two girls came in late. And I said, excuse me, do you have anything to say? And the one girl was like, no. Mm-hmm. And it was like 10 after. Mm-hmm. And the second one went, I'm very sorry, coach. And I went, she wins. Mm-hmm. But then I explained <laughs> to the team today. I said, you know, number one, it's a respect thing. Sure. You know, because I don't know. Are you not coming at all? Are you going to be an hour late? Are you right. never coming? Are you, or are you, you dead? Know, stuck in a ditch. Right. Whatever. I said, but you guys need to realize I'm planning practice in my head. I was once really convicted that John Wooden, the famous UCLA mm-hmm. Bruins coach, said he would, pra- he would plan four hours for a two-hour practice. And so I remember that day I got really excited. And I, like, I spent like an hour planning out practice to a T. And I had... Like, all of one position didn't come to practice that day. Mm. And I was like, well, there we go. So the point is, for today's practice, I, need, I was going to do either this one drill where it's multiples of two or this other drill where it's multiples of three. So in my mind, I'm watching as girls come in. I'm like, okay, where's our numbers? What do we have? What do we have? So I can pr- plan the rest of practice unless you're going to walk in in the next five minutes and we go from multiples of two to multiples of three. So for me, it's also support. Are you helping me coach you? Are you making it more difficult for me to coach you? That I feel like I'm putting all this effort in, and you're not only helping me do it, you're taking away from my ability to coach you. And when I explain that to them, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, coach. I'm sorry about that. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll make sure I text you in the future. So the point of bringing up in this topic is it's not just respect, but that's all I thought about. But then the more I thought about it, it was, oh, wait, it's support as well. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that we... Hmm talk about today amongst ourselves but for everybody who's listening you know and if you want to give um and it is respect towards your teammate as well mark i appreciate that Corey, Corey's commenting on a couple things too 
<laughs> I see you, Corey. Corey, Corey is one of my dear favorite coaches of all time. And former student. Former uh, player. Former player. Arguably the best player I've ever had. Um, and now a great coach and somebody that I had to talk off a ledge many times from uh, explaining to players how much they had fallen short. Mm. Uh, Corey was very clear with them. Mm. Um, <laughs> so... And uh, so it's not just what is the initial thing, but what else? What are the needs not being met? Eric, you had a good example of something that happened to you recently. You said. No, I didn't. I swear you said you did. I did not. All right. <laughs> Your eyes tell me. You're in the headlights, didn't. bro. I mean, I do. Brian. Go ahead, Brian. Um, I got this girl lives in my house. She's organizing all my stuff. And it's like he's just flipping out. <laughs> well, now I'm wondering, like, what was that? Said, right in the beginning of this, before we even went on air, you said something. Yes. I mean, I don't pay attention to what anybody says. But, That's how important it was. But, yeah, you you, were, you gave a perfect example. And you said, no, I got it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so, anyways, uh, for me, I think it was probably, I have a number to hit at work, and sometimes... Oh. Um, and I'm, I'm not, you know, name names or hierarchy of, of who does this, Someone. but but um, you have a certain person that nothing's ever good enough for them. And no matter what you do, no matter what you close, no matter how much over your number you are, it's never enough. It's never good enough. You, you never get the appreciation. So I was like, ah, oh, you piece of crap. Uh, why don't you do better? Mm. You know, and, and um, so... When that happens to me, number one, I get angry, oddly enough. Because that's where hurt, your hurts go. Yes, and I feel disrespected. But I right. also realize it's 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 also about appreciation. There it is. Yes. Mm. And and so um I and I had this I had this and 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 it even goes to acceptance and I had this one Wait a minute. You mean belonging. Right. Yes. Acceptance is being loved despite a failure. Okay, so wait, Your belonging is, is different than acceptance. Right. Right. Belonging right. is approval its own. belonging, right? Approval belonging. Approval belonging. Okay, yeah. approval belonging. Like meaning like, hey, I, I should be given a higher status. Right. I should be in this yes. club. So right. in, in that moment, like for me again, it's respect, like, you know, uh, but then it goes deeper than that and and so that's interesting to me that something like that can go several layers down. Um, but I also realize, and I, we ne I never talked about this on the podcast, but I think this might be the, a good time to bring it up. I've talked a long time ago about, you know, being betrayed in, in like, you know, I mean, you have stupid kid stuff and, and all of a sudden Not one day you're, you're part of a friend group. The next day you're getting pizzas delivered to your house and, and prank phone calls. And I mean, that stuff hurts, you know? And so mm -hmm. for me, that's where the need for respect, that's for the, the need for approval and belonging and acceptance. All of that came from that, that mo those couple moments in time. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I like I'm I can be a perfectionist. I like to be good at everything I do. If I'm not good at something initially, I'll either really practice on it on my own or I don't want to be part of it. And mm. um, I, I realized that a lot of that comes from the fact that if I'm not really good, or even if I say something and contribute to a group, and it, somebody's like, eh, nah, I don't I don't like that idea. Even that, like I don't even like that idea. That goes back to. I feel rejected, you know. So and, you just want to like stop whatever that is. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. It's, no, he's saying it hits him. It hits him in that in that it, hurt. Everything goes back to right. But those I mean, like, but moment. if you like, if you don't see like any, if you don't succeed, you're like, okay, well, that's not it, and I'm going to drop out. Um, I generally succeed at what I do, and if I don't, right. But then if you I don't, feel hurt, but and the then point, you, and then you just. I kind of check, and then, check, and then you throw out. it away. I kind of check out, right? But the point is more that he's he's uh, he is being familiar with a hurt from back before. It has nothing no. to do with what he chooses to do. With no, it. no, I was just trying to understand yeah. what he was saying. Yeah, and yeah. so to, to bring it back around to to your point is in like those moments where, um, hey, I closed this deal. You've you've been trying to close this deal for twelve years. Oh, whatever. Mm -hmm. All the things, all the things, you know, all of all of that we just talked about comes into play. I get hot. I back away. I'm like. All right, you know, and then I'm fine. But it's it's amazing how quickly that goes back to you know, and it, it all goes back to those past hurts, like we've like we've talked about. Well, and may I say, you you say you're fine, but you also like you've texted me and Jay, sure. and like you get what you need. At least I hope you do mm -hmm. from us, right? And giving you that encouragement, like that's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, giving you the kudos to it, where you're not going to get that from. Right the person that you want it from right but it goes back to how we always say like you need to have that person in your life that go-to person where you can either express your feelings and be open and honest and how you're feeling and get that emotional need comforted 
by that person because you're not going to get it from over here. You got it. You got to have a person to go to over there. And it also mm-hmm. goes to attaching comfort to that hurt. So right. like in those moments when you guys are doing that, right? That's that's healing. You know, that's right. That, that's exactly. helping to right. move me forward. Where as if you know people that don't have that man, that's heartbreaking. Just beat down, and that's how people it's quit. That's how people leave right. their job. That's how people you know move. Like it's exactly how that all that happens. Right. But back to your point and your point both. When you don't have that need met by, um, like that situation, at, when you have that in that situation, you know, Eric, you said it's interesting. You said we meet that need for you sometimes, right? But no, <laughs> but there's two roles we can have. One is saying, "Man, that's awesome that you did that. Man, that's great that you did that. You've got to be so proud. You're my boy. You're such a salesman, and you weren't even hired to be a salesman. Man, that's awesome. Okay, that's all that. But then it's also, and I can't imagine." Uh, how fiery red hot your head is right now because yeah. I would like to go tell them how great you are uh-huh. so it's comforting but also meeting the need that wasn't met mm, right. so it's two separate functions yeah, uh, yeah. that someone who is close to you and for those you know who are watching and listening that you can play you can a role you can have you can be a hero. in somebody else is is either being the comfort or meeting the need that wasn't met right. and it's only up to a certain point I can tell you how great of a salesman you are yeah. But if you don't get it from the person that really should, right. it's never going to be quite enough, which is why I also have to give you boy, a little extra. Yeah. yeah. A little extra. And it's funny yeah. how, like, you know, like, I know that person and I just go, you know, it's like I, I go dead inside towards like, I don't, I don't expect it. But when I don't get it, it's still it's still, it still hurts, hurts. even though I don't expect it. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I want to make a point before we get to Chris. Yeah. OK. Um, is I think it's interesting and not to put you on a, a pedestal because I know you hate that. But I think it's somewhat evolved because one of the secondary points I wanted to make in the podcast tonight was sometimes when we have a hurt in a emotional need that isn't high on our list, you know, I'm well aware of my need for appreciation. I get that. Right. And I can see it and I know it mm-hmm. anywhere. Yep. You with respect. Got it. Yep. That was disrespectful. I'm well aware of that. Right. But when it's something like, you know, uh, one of the needs that Several isn't high on your down. list. Yeah. You, you you don't understand. Why don't I feel good? I don't understand. What is it? It's harder to identify. And you identified four different emotional needs that aren't met in that process. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things I wanted to get out of this is sometimes we need to be familiar with emotional needs that aren't high on our yeah. list because you can still get hurt. In right. It. Yeah. You know, I don't have security isn't very high on my list. But if I get, you know, bitten by a deer on the way out of your house today, that's probably going to take away from my need for security. Mm. Yeah. I tried to pick something that won't really happen, and if it does, well, it might. In this hope, neighborhood, it might. I hope I get it on video if that happens. Because I'll be loving it. I'll be like, I called it. I called it. What are the odds? What are the odds? That's true. So, Chris, you live a completely perfect life with um, no problems. That's what I've heard. Yeah. But, but you, uh, that was your wife. Well, you, nah. do, you do have a Tesla. Oh, it, it always comes back to the Tesla. It does. Well, no, I... Um, <laughs> Well, although my I don't know my example isn't necessarily um, an individual like a, a certain event that happened to me or a certain like emotional I don't I'm I was looking through the list of emotional needs let me just say it that way I'm going yeah, backwards yeah. through it um, I was looking at the list of emotional needs and thinking about how the the um, return to school has affected me and not even just me but just I think teachers in general, honestly, oh, yeah. maybe I'll just I'll speak for the profession tonight. Um, yep. Everybody's heading back to work slash school um, around this time, and there are so many different plans in place depending on what school you work at, and sometimes multiple ones so, within a school. Exactly, and then like sometimes it's like, well, this was the plan today, but now we're we're changing it up, and. Um, you know that, so I I generally don't have a high need for security, um, like you mentioned, Jay. But in this instance, I, I feel like that's where it has hit us. Like we, as teachers, mm. we are so used to uh, the routine of heading back to school. Um, we've got our in-service days to start the year. We're going to get our new class rosters. They're um, going to bring some expert in who's going to talk to us about something. Right. There's going to be some ex- expected, yeah, yeah, something something new to learn. But the, the the foundation is usually the same. We get our bus lists. We we divvy up our, our duties. We, we get... <laughs> 
I said, said duty. duty. <laughs> <laughs> we we, uh, we get our roster set. We, you know, we all the names on the desks, et cetera, et cetera. And this year has just been really different as far as, um, you know, how, how many kids are actually going to be in the building and um, how many kids are allowed to be in each classroom at a time. And, and, and so the, the numbers have been changing, online learners versus brick-and-mortar learners. Mm-hmm. And um, even our plan has changed um, twice in, in the past week, like just as far as how many hours a day we are actually going to be teaching. Um, so it's, it's very hard for us to, to um, feel secure when we have the you know these i was going to say constant but i mean really is almost constant changes right now of of how we're trying to coordinate and run our classrooms uh, or really prepare to run our classrooms mm. so it's it's just it's it's hard when you don't have that solid base to build off of so you're saying you like what what emotional needs are you saying that you're not i i think security i mean yeah i would say and I'm going to go, since the theme is like going kind of outside of the box of what we think it is. You didn't just use that cliche, did you? Outside of the box? How about going synergy? Uh, do you want to lean into this? Yo, let's I'm going to our... love on you, Chris, with meeting your emotional <laughs> needs right now. Um, you just hug on that neck. <laughs> I would say there's an element of respect because, and I'm, I'm not speaking for you, Chris. Mm-hmm. No, and you're I'm asking. Not, and I'm not Dude. speaking for sure. uh, any teacher anywhere. Right. But... You are doing what you're being asked to do, and you are going, you know, above and beyond of like trying to meet all the needs that are being asked of you. All you're asking is like, can you give me the respect of giving me a plan? Right. Can you give me the respect? Like, I'm working really hard to make this happen. I need you to get your stuff together, and and. Be there for me and support, and even maybe it's even like now that I'm talking out loud, I need you to support me, and you're not supporting me with a plan that I can say, this is the plan, this is the support I need, and I need you to give me the respect of delivering this to me so that I can do my job. Right. Right. And I think a lot of, I mean, I'm I'm speaking for thousands of people here, uh, (laughs) thousands of teachers across the country, (laughs) but no, I'm sure like... They're all listening right now. I'm sure different people have different... Like it hits them differently. Like sure. The emotional need that they attach to that is is different. For me, although I do have a high need for respect, in this instance, it doesn't it doesn't ring true for me personally. I think because I know, like the you know, different people at, at all the different levels, my principals and yeah. the, and, the, and the superintendent, like everybody is trying their best mm-hmm. to get the right things in place. Yeah. And there are hiccups that keep happening. Things that, you know, well, we thought we could do this, and, and now we can't. We thought these computers would be in on time, but now they're back ordered till November. And now we thought we could. So it's, it's, it's like this Thanks, nebulous. Yeah, right. It's this nebulous, like, thing that um, at all levels. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it trickles down to us as sure. the teachers, but everybody's um, trying, and like they get to it, they hit a wall, right? And now we got to fight. Okay, this. guys, yeah. sorry. Now we got to, you know, try this thing instead. And it's, um, so I don't necessarily. You don't identify with the respect, right? Fashion, but I bet there support. are teachers that sure. do, and yeah. But for you, really, it's mostly security is what you're saying. I think so. And what I think that we need to continue to look at as well, which is a different component of this uh, topic, is the fact that you look at something like security. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go to February of 2020, you're just moving forward. Everything's and all of a sudden now, anything and everything is on the table. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen at any point in time. Yeah. So now as you come back into this teaching model, you're reminded of everything that happened in March. And now it only every time it changes, it's like it's happening again. Mm-hmm. And so it's a reminder and it's beyond just teaching. It's that everything is different now. It's when you try to like focus for a minute and then you see somebody, you know, going past you alone in their car, mm-hmm. you know, with a mask, gloves and uh, an umbrella inside the car. And you're like, what are you doing? I don't yeah. get it. And it makes you feel like... Is are things ever going to be the same again? Right. Like are they ever, yeah, quote unquote normal again? Like are yep. how, you brought that up last week, Eric? Yep. Yep. Well, Chris knows that because he listened, even though he didn't. Sure. Every, right. all yeah. Did, that was a great. That was a great moment. I know. I do. That's right. And so the encouragement moving <laughs> forward is to just you know with yourself identify okay why is this bothering me? No, really, why? What are the different emotional needs and where is this hitting me? 
Because if you don't know, you're just going to be hurt and there's no hope of healing. Mm-hmm. If somebody else is sharing a hurt with you, you really think, and if you're the, a prayerful type person, be like, you know, God, tell me what is it that's really bothering them? Mm-hmm. Because they may not know it, but when you know it and you say, you know, is it this? And then you see their eyes light up mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And that you understand it before they understood it. It'll really help them and, and, and provide for them some healing. And in that moment, you really can't do better. Can't do better. Can't do better. But some people can do better. Mm-hmm. That's Am true. I the only one that has a can't do better? I know. I, I Am I the only one that has a do better? I have a can't do better. Right. Does anybody else have a do better? I might have a do better. I've got a great do better. Um, is it prove local? It. it is local. It's the one that I had, or the one that I put on the text thread. I'm checking. <laughs> Dateline. Yeah. Go. Pittsburgh Public Schools. There it is. There it is. And it is, <laughs> as we're loading, grid pod, Pittsburgh school board member forgets to turn off camera mm. before showering during virtual meeting. Oh, my Whoops. God. Dateline, Pittsburgh. And by the way, this, and I talked about this, this might be one of the very first double do better out of the same person. Mm. <laughs> A Pittsburgh public schools board member learned the hard way on Wednesday that things can go wrong in virtual meetings. Veronica Edwards was accidentally seen disrobing and what are we doing on this call anyhow? Like, I don't get it, how it happened. Well, she cla- oh, you have the story, but I read it. She claimed she was multitasking. Sure. <laughs> how did, did you, you forget to turn the camera and multitask off? for a meeting? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> disrobing and stepping into the shower during a district's agenda review meeting, which was streamed live. That's kind of important. Hopefully, so- and here's, the- okay, so do better. Don't shower and during leave your meeting. camera during on. During a meeting. Like you how- can shower. I don't care if you shower. How do you turn shower the during off. a meeting, though? Turn the camera. Turn the camera. Maybe you just turn the pun- speakers up. You're I don't know. You're just punching the clock. You're not <laughs> even. You're not even supposed to be speaking or something. You just yeah. have it on. I mean, I only turn the camera. I have heard off. people doing their dishes on meetings. Sure, sure. And like you hear the clanging, and then like, but you can do you can do something like doing the dishes as you're listening to a meeting. I get that. Should you? Probably not. But like getting a shower. Joe Joe, Joe listens to the podcasts. Two different podcasts. They have a loud volume, and they and Bell listens to mu- excuse me music. So it's doable to listen as long. I guess as long as you're not, as long as you know that you have no contribution. Other exactly. Than being like, there. Sure. like, like <laughs> nobody's going to take your shower. Oh, that's uh, Eric. Uh, <laughs> and you're like, you're the shower curtain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Present. So do better. Don't do that. Here's the double do better. Hopefully someone can learn from my experience and turn the camera off when you need to. During the pandemic, I've experienced an increase of virtual meeting hours more than ever before. The, man, the demand on my time has caused me to attempt to multitask when meetings are proceeding. Like many women and caregivers across this country, this has been a challenging time to achieve work-life balance. It's been nearly impossible for me. No, girl, that's just you. Don't be putting that on women across the world, men across the world, anybody else. You showered in a Zoom meeting. Personal that's it. responsibility. Don't try to help. Maybe others can learn from me. Yeah, no, that, maybe they don't need to learn. They keep their clothes on in meetings. That doesn't sound <laughs> like the statement that needed to be made. How about, yeah, yeah. my bad. Uh, let's just move on. Take responsibility <laughs> right? for it. What could I possibly say? Yep. Do better. Do better. Anybody else got to do better? Chris, was that the one you were going to do? Eric? Mm-hmm. I'm good. You don't have anything? I don't. I'll do, my, I'll do the can't do better here. So, 11-year-old girl transforms junky RV into her own tiny home for $800. Where's a girl getting $800? Now, when I read that headline the first time, I was like, so wait, was this like, like it's like a heroin user's Excuse RV? Me? What? Oh, it's junky. 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 Like, you know, like, I'm like, oh. wait a minute. Like, oh. like from oh, a junkyard, <laughs> not a junkie. I can see how you <laughs> right, can see right. That. I was like, with wait a minute. respect to. Right. Is it junky with a Y or I-E? I-E. Uh, for the record. Uh, no, sounds uh, like I'm drugs. Sorry. I'm sorry, wait. <laughs> Junkie with a Y. With a Y. There you go. So, that, that, so not drugs. Right? We have yeah. confirmation that you can shower during a Zoom meeting. I won't say who, but Christina Mara said she has done it. <laughs> um, but she turns off the camera and the microphone. <laughs> good for her. So she's better than a Pittsburgh public school. Kudos. Probably Kudos a good Maybe Christina. she learned from Veronica. Mm. Ah, go on. Yeah. All right. With most summer activities canceled this year, many kids are struggling to find ways to keep busy. 
But one upstate girl used that downtime to complete a unique project, building a tiny house. Lauren Nelson, 11, spent the last two months turning a rundown camper into a diminutive domicile after drawing inspiration from an American Girl doll magazine. She showed us a $650 little VW bus that they could sell. My husband was like, that's ridiculous. You could buy your own camper for that price, Amy Nelson, her mother, told the local news. So the preteen decided to give it a go. Lauren started saving some money while keeping an eye out for a camper she could buy near her hometown of Attica, New York, located at whatever. Um, (laughs) She approached her neighbor who said he was selling the 20-foot-long beat-up camper for $500. Lauren had managed to save up $400 after selling items at a garage sale and taking the funds she would have used to go to 4-H camp. Uh, Lauren really does have an envelope where she saves her money, Amy told the Post, and it's just a little bit here and little there, little things add up, like $5 at Easter or the Tooth Fairy money. It just added up. Lauren negotiated with the neighbor and struck a deal. It wasn't very hard. He said 500 and I said 400 because that was the money I had in my bank account, and he said sold, said Lauren. <laughs> shake my hand, shake my hand, shake my hand. Yeah. Five, four, three, shake my hand, two. So anyways, and the parents joined in to help her do that. They helped clean it up. They they, they contributed a little bit of money um, to help her. And it's just a cool, I mean. It is cool. I mean, Abby's starting at, uh, you know, um, she's organizing. Is she getting her own uh, trailer? Chris, Christina said, her sounds own. like an Abby thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I did send this to Abby. Like, hint, hint, come on. What have you done with your summer? And then there's Ethan who just, well. Well, I mean, she's straightening <laughs> up. Me. She's straightening up the house. She might as well straighten up a junky <laughs> RV. Right. I mean, why not? Why not? So Until, well, what happens when the junkie comes back? I yeah. don't know. We have to find out. Handguns. Second He's like, moment. thanks. <laughs> But seriously, as you read that, like that's just one huge humble brag from her parents. I'm right. sorry. The whole thing, you know, how did the newspaper find out about it? Right. Whoops. Right. Oh, well, she likes to put aside money in her little envelope from uh, whatever his name is, Dave Some Ramsey. From the Tooth Fairy. You know, and, uh, you know, she from bargained Dave. him down and she kept it out. And then we, yeah, she was saving her money for the 4-H camp. Like the parents don't pay for it. She raises her own money for the 4-H camp. I, maybe and why she does. Why does she have $400 worth of stuff to sell at a garage sale? Like, well, someone that might be disillusioned. You don't know them. Someone that might be. <laughs> yeah, that person that might be disillusioned with life would look at it that way. But I'm choosing to look at it like, what a great freaking story. It okay, is great. Just give it to me. It I, is I, great. I need this kind of it thing. It is great. I'm jealous as a parent <laughs> that I haven't raised. My kids aren't doing that. My kids. I tell they're, my they're daughter, be makeup. productive, and she takes the fur off of me a mechanical to... cat. Or makes or Brian freaks up Brian. Up. <laughs> right. And job, he Bella. tells his daughter be productive and she converts, buys and converts a bus. Mm-hmm. I am jealous. There's going to, there, I bet you Jay one Dubert. day, one day there's going to be an RV in front of Brian's house. It's gonna be it's gonna be Abby's and she's gonna she's redo like, it. I, I did she's it this afternoon. It right, well, it's gonna be no big deal. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's gonna be she pulled made, by a unicorn somehow. She made fudge yesterday out of I don't even like it's and, and Ethan was like it's out the of tree best. barks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, like she made it out of like just just um, um, chocolate chip, you know, chocolate chips that you would use in baking and, yeah. and something else. And like, magic, yeah, and magic. And, 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 and tonight, yeah. at, tonight at dinner, Ethan was like, "And it's so good." And Abby was like, "Yeah, like, like, right. okay, it's what I do." It's like talking to Jay. She knows, like Jay, when he cooks up, yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, yeah, fine. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's been fine. Thinner. We're getting there, you know. And with that, this has been episode eighty <laughs> of Lunchtime. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris, you had something. Oh, I have a beautiful story. Oh, oh I thought you didn't have anything. He no, didn't I have do. a do better. He's a cancer. Oh, my bad. I can't. I I can do better. No, I Brian, do better. Listen to this. This is great. This Dateline, oh, Dateline Maryland. Ah, yes. This blind mom got to, quote, see her adorable unborn baby thanks to a 3D printed ultrasound. Oh, mm. wow. Interesting. That's cool. Taylor Ellis was born with glaucoma and has very little vision. Mm. When she went in for her 20-week scan and was unable to see her baby, she was uh-huh. left in tears. When doctors found this out, they conducted a special ultrasound and made a 3D printout of her unborn daughter's face. 26-year-old Taylor and her husband Jeremy, who is also visually impaired, Hmm. received the special scan uh, in the mail a week later. And they were able to feel the baby's face as a result, and it was a dream come true. It's kind of like when the dentist gives you your your impressions, right? Exactly like that. That's that's what they're thinking. (laughs) So it's a can't do better to the to the, I guess technology. I mean, it's just no, that's, no, that's a very clever. Yeah. It's a very clever way of using the yeah. 3D technology. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying do can't do better to the technology. I'm saying can't do better to the people that went the extra mile. To, yeah. yeah, to so make that sure that well, right, they could because like that. the 3D is like an extra. Yeah, like at this point, like it's not you know 
So that that is very cool. Right, right. Very, very cool. That's heartwarming. And they charge still good people out there. Charge the insurance two thousand dollars for that. That's not part of the story. That's not part of the That's not. But we do like to leave on a good note. That is a good note. And that is a good note. So Brian, take us out. Take two. Um, that has been episode eighty of Lunchtime in Rome. That hurt my feelings was the name of this episode. Um, again, please subscribe and give us five stars on your favorite app, iTunes, Spotify, Pocket Cast, etc. Do it. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. Contact us or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and join us live every week on Facebook. Remember to fill out the relational needs questionnaire. And we will be back next Wednesday, God willing, to do this again for episode 81. And with that, bye. Stay in school. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. So, Chris, what's going on? Oh, hi. Um, Well, (laughs) uh, yeah, I, well, like usual, I I go off script or off, off, off. um, Don't say off. Off. Casino drunk driving. That's funny. <laughs> like, what did you see? <laughs> there. But if I get, you know, bitten by a deer on the way out of your house today. I'm speaking for thousands of people here. Uh, <laughs> thousands of teachers across the country. <laughs> hey, you don't know them. 